A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. Before we kick off the show, I just wanted to take a moment to remind you that the ICC Men's Cricket T20 World Cup Final is taking place in Barbados this summer. This, by default, gives all of my fellow cricket fanatics the perfect excuse to go and book a holiday to Barbados in June and experience firsthand the euphoric atmosphere at the Kensington Oval, the cricket mecca of the Caribbean. If the cricket alone isn't enough to tempt you, then let me be the one to remind you that a trip to Barbados can also include leisurely strolls along the breathtaking coastline, mouth-watering flavours of the world-class Bayesian cuisine, and, of course, plenty of rum. Head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today to book the trip of a lifetime to Barbados, the best place to be a cricket fan. You're listening to the following on podcast from TalkSport. I'm your host, John Norman. Today, bringing you a roundup of some of the best cricket interviews that took place across the TalkSport network. It was a day that started with the news, the big news. Moeen Ali has answered the Baz call. Your country needs you, Mo. And he's stepped out of international test retirement so he could play in this summer's ashes. You'll hear the thoughts of Steve Harmison and former England spinner Gareth Batty on this massive news. Also on the podcast, Baroness Tanny Gray-Thompson gives us an insight into life at Yorkshire County Cricket Club, what it's like working with Darren Goff, and also the lengths she had to go to to make sure her newborn child was a proper tyke. Believe me, you won't believe it until you hear it. Even then, you'll uh, ponder about it. Anyway, you're listening to the following on podcast from TalkSport. Story of the day. So first up, reaction to the news that Moeen Ali will play for England in the upcoming Ashes. It would have been unbelievable to think this would happen just uh, a few days ago. But that injury to Jack Leach has led to where we are now. And Steve Harmison was on hand at half past eight this morning to talk to Laura Woods on the Sports Breakfast about the decision to come back. Ali retired from Test Cricket at the end of 2021 and um, we spoke yesterday to a few people in the world of cricket. He said, this is interesting, potentially him coming back in. What does it mean? What does it mean for those that missed out as well? Let's ask Double Ashes winner Steve Harmison. Hello, Harmy. Good morning to you both. Morning, Paul. What do you think? Um, what do I think? I think it's the right move. I think it's probably the only, it's the best move for, for the England cricket team um, on, on so many ways, just simply because if he's experienced, he understands what's, what, what it takes to play in Ashes cricket and understand what's going on. Um, and I think it would be unfair on somebody like Will Jacks or, I think a Rian, especially a, a young Rian Ahmed. You've got to remember these two young guys, Will Jackson and Rian Ahmed, made their, their debuts in the uh, in the winter in Pakistan. But I think this is different. This is Ashes cricket. This is, I think, this is something that, from experience point of view, what England need. 
What do you think they would have said to Moen and, and what was the decision that he had to make? Because when it was um, all over, he said, this was actually what he said last October, time to close the door on that side of my career. That was when he was asked if he would return and play against Pakistan. You just said there, this is the ashes, this is different. Why do you think it is for Moen? There's a there's a whole load of reasons why it, it's different. There's no lockdown, there's no COVID. I think you've got to remember, Moen was unlucky during COVID. He went to Sri Lanka, he got in a taxi to the airport with Chris Wilkes. Chris Wilkes got COVID. Um, Moen had to spend a lot of time in isolation. Um, and then during during that time and during that sort of long period of Sri, uh, Sri Lanka, then he came home to India and everything that went with that. It was just, it, it, I think that got on top of him. Along with, he plays a lot of short format cricket, he plays a lot of franchise cricket. And I think the lure of the franchise cricket was was bigger, was more, but not more important to him. I just think he had run his race with test cricket. and But now it's different. There's a lot more freedom. He can sleep in his own bed. Um, the, the environment's different. I think Stokes and McCullum are so important to this decision because I'm not sure Mo and Ali would have come back under the previous regime. I think Ben Stokes, is, his mentality is massive for, for Mo and Ali. And look, Moen's not going to frighten the Australians, not for one minute, because you know he's got a modest record against Australia. But there are going to be passages in these five test matches where England fans are going to be are happy Mo and Ali's in the game because of his mentality, because of his skill level. Um, and I just think it's a, it's a win-win for everybody. England have got a, some very, very good quality spinners at a very young age who aren't ready, I don't think, yet to play international cricket, especially Ashes cricket. And I just think this this just helps everybody. And it just shows how much of a, a miss Jack Leach is, is going to be because, you know, underneath Jack Leach, we we only took one specialist spinner to Pakistan. Normally, you take three specialist spinners. We took a specialist spinner and two part-time spinners who could bat a, you know, a young spinner and a, and a part-time spinner who could bat a bit. I'm not sure either of them two could be the front-line spinner in an Ashes series. So... I think it's a great. I think it's a great move from from McCullum and Stokes to bring to try and convince Moen to come back. Harmy, um, you touched on it. His average with a ball against Australia is not particularly great against the baggy greens. It's what is it, sixty four point six five in one test. Not great. However, what you did say, which was very interesting, I couldn't agree more with. He's playing a lot of the short format and, and franchise cricket, which you would think, which you would think would be a perfect fit for this the way the New England team play. One hundred percent. It's not so much the, as as well as the England cricket team, but the high intensity, high pressure cricket that comes with Ashes. It's not. It, it is like playing a twenty twenty game. The, the twenty twenty game is so fast, so quick, so intense mentally that that's what Ashes cricket's like for six hours a day. It is so. You know, you're always you know, you're always sort of thinking. Your mind's racing fast forward. It's not like any bi- bilateral series. So from that point of view. Moen will not take much to get up to speed, you know, trying to get through a six-hour day. That'll be a bit of a challenge because he hasn't done it for a, for a couple of years. And you worry a little bit the last time when, when the last time he played in the Ashes, he uh, he got left out, but he had he had a horrible callus on his like spinning finger. He, he busted his spinning finger. He, he split, I think he split the web, and I think he split the you know, the index finger. Oh. And as a spin bowler to try and get that to recover in time for the next game. Just impossible. So you mm. you got little blisters and everything that goes with it. And that affects the the way you bowl, the, you know, your ability to, to do your job. And I think that happened to last to Moen last time. So I think that would be my only concern now, really. I, I've got no concern on his, his technical ability. I've got no concern on his sort of mental 
side of his game. But the, the, the problem would be, um, is he up to speed in this short period of time mm -hmm. to get him through the first initial stages of the Ashes? Later in the day, former England spinner and current Surrey head coach Gareth Batty uh, broke away from uh, a long journey to Cardiff where Surrey would be playing Glamorgan today. Uh, and he was on with Andy Jacobs and Charlie Baker to give his thoughts. I, I, I think they've gone for, for more sort of uh, previous talent that's performed before. Um, they'd asked Moen on previous occasions and he'd, he'd sort of reluctantly turned it down. But um, I think the Ashes this time around is just too big a, too yeah. big a thing for anybody to turn down. And um, it shows Moen's commitment to England. Um, he's not played any first-class cricket for a couple of years, but he's been playing high-class cricket in the shorter form. Um, so hopefully he gets enough time to, uh, to get the muscle memory back and, uh, and put in a good uh, show for us. Didn't this happen to you? Didn't you get a late recall into Test cricket? <laughs> Am I right in thinking that or have I gone mad? You, no, you did. It was slightly different, though, because I was crap. Um, but <laughs> no, um, <laughs> Moen uh, uh, is a, a very fine, fine performer. But yes, I was 30, what was I, 37, I think. I was 38, something like that. Yes, I was uh, very much um, very much at the end of my career, which, um, yeah. Yeah, we, we were did. saying to John Norman earlier that, you know, it would be interesting to see. I mean, Moen's never really believed in himself, you know, that you always got mm. that sense that he, he didn't think he was as good as he really was. Confidence. And you, you you hope with this regime, he will get confidence. Yeah, Jack Leach is, um, obviously, we're, we're very sad for Jack getting the injury, but he's been quite vocal about how uh, much he feels a part of the group and feels worth worthy within the group and he's, uh, he's used in the correct way and he feels mm. as though um, he's very valued. So I think that's all any spinner wants. And we're, we're strange creatures, the spinners. It's kind of like a, a goalkeeper in football where if you make a mistake, you're on your own and there's, you know, the other 10 blokes disappear quickly. Um, it, it's a bit like that being a spinner. And uh, Ben Stokes has this wonderful knack of, uh, of making people feel very valued, uh, whether it be the batters up the top who are, crash bang wallop and it doesn't always work out that way or in this instance the spinners um he's got a wonderful knack so i think we could see the best of moen uh he's certainly from an age point of view he's still in the peak of his career mm. um it was only circumstance i believe as to why it, it sort of uh, enforced the retirement uh it certainly wasn't the skill thing well, we know the aussies are going to target him but what do you do as a spin bowler when that happens when somebody you, you know they deliberately set out to hit is do you relish that or do you think oh no i'd rather they defended uh, a bit of both. Um, it's like people saying they want to face fast bowling and they're like hooking and pulling. Nobody really likes it. You just either, you can either hang tough um, and you're brave enough to do it or, or you you get hit. And I think in this instance, it's kind of like you get hit out of the ground and you're brave enough to say, well, I'm getting chances to take wickets on the back of this. Or you sort of recoil and you go, actually, this is really dangerous. I'm getting smacked all over. I feel like I'm not affecting the game. And you, you, you forget the ability to compete. Um, I think that's the one thing that England have done magnificently well in the last uh, sort of 13 test matches. It's been about the competing. And I think that will help for Moen that it won't be seen as a, a negative if they come really hard and they will come hard at him. Uh, they'll set the fields accordingly and it will be kind of, OK, we're going to call you bluff on this one. Mm. Uh, we're going to attack you now. You're attacking me. I'm going to attack you back. And it's uh, it's a wonderful watch, that is for sure. One yeah. thing that might be a bit of a positive, actually, is he's he is a bit more of a baseball batter, for want of a better phrase. But uh, he uh, does it make the tail longer, do you think? Oh, absolutely. Oh, no, Moen is uh, he's yeah. certainly not a tail ender. He's a, a first-class batter. Um, in, the, in the test arena, he's sort of a middle-order batter. But uh, his natural flow of the bat 
Um, you know, he's a bit sort of Brian Lara, like how he picks the mm. bat up and strikes the ball. Um, or oh, he can take a game away from you very quickly. So an hour of mowing batting at his best, uh, mm. all of a sudden turns the tide. And we've seen it in numerous ashes. You know, you go back uh, to the ones that I can remember in your both year of 1980, mm. and then you go f- further through. And the ones that people remember recently are Stokes, Flintoff before that. It's those hours in the game. Just an hour turns the game on its head yeah. and England end up winning. Mowing can definitely do that. What do you make of Nathan Lyon? How, how highly do you rate him in sort of cricket history terms? Because he's been their main spinner for a long time. Yeah, and it, he was one of those, I suppose, a bit like Mo and, and most spinners when they start out. You, you're in the shadows of the previous guys. Um, and for him to have to follow the great Warren uh, and to come out, he's, he's, he's nowhere near finished. Uh, but to come out at this point and they've got the wickets he's got, you know, he's hundreds of test wickets deep. Um, being a finger spinner in the modern world in Australia, uh, it shows his, his great skill set. Uh, he's got a real appetite for learning from what I hear from other people. I've only met him on a couple of occasions, but uh, he's a real threat for them. And let's not forget, he bowls basically in a three-man attack. I think it will change slightly in England. I think I think they'll try and get Cameron Green, the, 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 the all-rounder in, but um, he's still very much a, a three-man attack spinner, which is no mean feat around the world when you play in different conditions. I mean, your head coach at uh, Surrey, very successfully, and you've got Will Jacks there, of course. Uh, will he be disappointed? Will Rian Ahmed be disappointed? Yeah, I, I think Will Will is. Um, obviously, we've had some uh, brief conversations. We've got a game tonight, so we're trying to yeah, concentrate on the game this evening rather than dwelling too much on the disappointing news he would have received. Um, the the future is, is certainly in front of the two players there, but... Um, uh, Will Jacks has had a bit of an injury at the start of the season. He's coming back from that. He's a, you know, he's a good sort of month back into playing now. But um, their the time will come for those two. Um, it's disappointing. Of course it is. And I suppose this side of the fence now that I'm sat and I'm really pleased that people are disappointed because they want to play, they want yeah. the challenge, they want to keep improving. So it's, it's a difficult balance for the young fellas. They all want to play, but um, it won't do either of them any harm to get a couple more championship games under the belt if they are then selected further down the line in the Ashes. And yeah, there's five tests as well, and yeah, I think he's true. only been picked for two, and we'll see. What, we all hope that he does really well, and he plays in all of them. But you know, there may be opportunities. Yeah, and it's uh, the message to both of those lads. Uh, it should be the positive, or not the negative, that you're not in the first uh, squads. The the positive is you get in the phone call. People, mm. you're in people's thoughts. It's uh, it's not as far away as somebody else who's sat on the deck chair in the back garden. You know, you you you're right in the thoughts get your skills up and ready to to perform because you never know when that call's going to come. And what and how do we bring more spinners on? There is a paucity of spinners, obviously, at the top level of the game, and it seems to be getting worse just because how cricket is played now. Uh, how do we get more young spinners into the game? I think it's very simple. We changed the point system of championship cricket. Um, at the minute, we changed the points from last year uh, where you got um, extended points for first innings runs. Um and you got less points uh, for a win, and it was sort of seen as um, having a uh, more of an influence on not not letting people beat you. So you got more points for a draw. Now it's all changed. You don't get anything for a draw, really. It's win or lose on points. And the way that they've structured the batting points is very difficult. So in a very long way around saying, spinners aren't going to play because most games are finishing in three days because mm. the pitches are suited and coaches in my position are going, well, we need to... We need to find the best way to get the points um, uh, on, on, on offer and taking it to the fourth day is not always the right way to do it. John makes the point about 
you know, four-day cricket being played in July and August, especially yeah. in August, and that doesn't happen, and, you know, that would make a difference. But at the moment with 100, it isn't going to happen, is it? No, it's not. And you look at the way it's structured, there's, there's games at the front uh, of the season in April, there's games at the back end of the, of the season in, in, in September. So you're losing probably five or six games there just on default of time of year conditions. Um, and then you lose the best time of the summer to potentially be bowling because it's the, the warmest and the best and the, and the pitches have had hopefully a period of time with the sun on them, etc. in August. Yeah, I mean, there are, there are some real issues. Um, but I, I, I truly go back to the points system. I think uh, change the points system, you give it much more a chance, much more chance. Before, before you go, Gareth, um, after that Ireland test match, I felt a bit less confident about the Ashes than I was. I was quite cocky about it, if I'm honest, before the <laughs> before the Ireland game. And now we've lost Leach, and obviously Moen Ali's come in, but Ben Stokes... Archer, ben, yeah, yeah. ben Stokes' knee didn't look great, did it? You can't no. see him bowling over after over for five days. How, how are you feeling about it, Gareth? I'm certainly somebody that's never going to say never about Ben Stokes. Uh, I think that would be a very foolish person. Um, he is a man that writes his own script. So uh, let's hope the knee is, is better than potentially it looked when he took that catch at, uh, at sort of short fine leg. Mm. Um, I, I think it's going to be a very, very competitive Ashes. I hope we're on the right end of it. Um, I'll, be, I'll be watching with uh, bated breath, uh, certainly that first test match, because I think that will put a real marker down. Let's not forget that Australia have got their issues. Hazelwood not playing this uh, this game going on at the minute at the Oval, from what I hear. Uh, you know, they've got their own issues. He's a massive cog in their bowling armoury. I'd love to know Pat Cummings' fitness re- regime for mm. our, some of our bowlers because he's a boy that when he was young, he missed so much cricket. But now he's just plays test after test. And he yeah. said in the paper this morning, I hope to play six tests this summer. And, he, and he's a quick bowler, isn't he? Oh, he's as quick as it gets. He's as good as it gets. He's the best quick bowler in the world for me. Um, there's probably a couple um, uh, wriggling with me saying that, but I think consistent on any surface, he is an absolute jet of a fast bowler. Um, he prioritises, though, doesn't he? He sees Test cricket as the pinnacle, so he pulled out of the IPL this year. Um, and Australia have sort of backed his judgment on that, and um, he manages to uh, to keep himself fit and healthy by, by prioritising certain formats. And for him, um, Test cricket in the Ashes is, is certainly right up. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. If your passion for travel is on par with your passion for cricket, then I have some excellent news. 
The ICC Men's Cricket T20 World Cup final is being hosted in Barbados this June, which makes it the perfect destination for your summer holidays this year. To make the most of your trip, you can also experience eight matches from the series in Barbados, including England against Scotland and England against Australia. In under a month's time, you could be spending your days exploring the vibrant streets of Bridgetown, drinking rum in the sunshine and experiencing exotic Bayesian delicacies in the culinary capital of the Caribbean. There truly is something for everyone. There's no need to wait a second longer. Head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today to book the trip of a lifetime to Barbados. Truly the best place to be a cricket fan. Away from the Mami Nali situation, an event at Tottenham Hotspurs at Football Stadium was taking place. The Everything in Sport Women's Edition Conference. And Baroness Tani Gray-Thompson was there and spoke with TalkSport's Bradley Hayden. So uh, I'm interim chair of, of Yorkshire Cricket. Uh, I joined the board last year. Obviously, you know, Yorkshire's been through a really, you know, difficult time. Um, and, and we're coming out the other side. You know, there's been a huge amount of work, um, you know, to get the international cricket back you know the ashes because at one point we didn't have that um huge amount of work on on changing and developing the player pathway completely revolutionized how we approach the pathway so it's no longer did your dad or your uncle or your granddad play for yorkshire um it's about are you talented so the way that um they look at the observations we're taking out the the cost of equipment because that's about you know there's lots of the barriers so there's some really, really exciting stuff happening. And obviously we've got Darren Goff as director of cricket. Um, it's, it's great to work alongside him. Uh, and, you know, there's, there's some really exciting things that are going to come. You know, what I say, everything Yorkshire's been through, it won't be the only county, we're not the only sport. It's played out in a really public way. Um, but that gives us a chance to, to rebuild and put some really good stuff in place for the future. You mentioned Darren Goff there, obviously, he was talked for his very own for a long time. We were very sad to lose him, but we, we realised what a massive opportunity it was for him to, to join Yorkshire. I mean, what have you made of the work that, that himself and, and others have done in, in the last year, year to turn things around there? It's good. I mean, we're, we're having a bit of a tough time on, on, on the field at the minute. Um, but, you know, uh, some of that's about the building confidence. Um, Darren's great to work with. I mean, he's, he's, he's funny and he's witty. And he knows the sport. You know, I didn't come into this as a cricket expert. Um, my my dad was a massive cricket fan. My husband's a Yorkshireman, massive cricket fan. Um, uh, I've got a 21-year-old daughter. And when I applied, I actually wrote this on my application form. This is not advice for anyone to write on an application form. You can only get away with this in Yorkshire. But our daughter was born in Cardiff. As I went in to give birth, my husband gave me some sticking plaster with some mud from our garden because we lived in Yorkshire at the time. And he basically said, can you put this on your back so our baby's born on Yorkshire soil? And it's really funny. You tell anyone from Yorkshire, and they go, yeah. You tell anyone outside Yorkshire, and they go, sorry, what? Are you mad? So it's really funny. So I actually put that on my application form because, you know, there is something like about being in Yorkshire, from Yorkshire, really passionate about the sport. And I have to say the support we've had from the members has been um, brilliant, you know, about learning. You've always got to learn but how we, we re rebuild and, and move on. So, uh, yeah, so uh, uh, winning a few matches. Uh, and on Northern Diamonds, uh, they, they 
you know, they're doing pretty well at the moment. Uh, and lastly, what, what does the future look like for, for Yorkshire? So, I mean, just announced last week about the launch of the LGBTQ supporters group as well, which is a really nice step as well. Yeah, we felt that was really important. Uh, and we're going to be looking, uh, we're, we're talking about other supporters groups. It's about making places feel open and welcoming. And, you know, if you've never come in and watched cricket before, it's about how you can connect to, to different groups to, to kind of... I, I think it can sometimes be quite hard um, to walk through the door of a, a big stadium or a big venue. Um, and, and that's what we want. You know, we want people to come and watch and enjoy it and support. Um, and uh, it, it the, the launch was really positively received. It's, it's about we hand that over to the supporters. You know, we'll be there to help and support them, but... It's it's a, uh, an organ club for, for them to run themselves. It's not us telling them them what to do, um, but but it's about making it accessible, you know. And it, it's kind of interesting, you know, being you know, you know Headingley's really similar. It's, it's kind of right in the middle of a housing estate. You are in the heart of the community, but you've got these these big stands that that sometimes, you know, it, it's not easy to kind of walk through the gates. And that's that's what we want because definitely the players play better when there's loads of people watching and supporting. I said lastly, but if you had a crystal ball, what would your dream or your hopes be then for, for Yorkshire in the next couple of years? Uh, you know, that, that we are um, absolute best in class at everything we do, whether that's player pathway, uh, whether that's safeguarding, um, winning everything. You know, you can't, <laughs> you, can't, you can't get away a little bit from, you know, that kind of wanting to, to, to win. Uh, but um, yeah, just I'm going to caveat that there's winning and there's winning well, and I don't just want all the teams we have t to win. I want them to do it with integrity and pride and humility. And if we get those two things right, then that that's a really good place for Yorkshire to be. Plenty more cricket content coming your way on the following on podcast feed. Following on, County Cricketer will be uh, heading your way Thursday morning and uh, next week there'll be continual build-up to the Ashes. Uh, there'll be a reaction to the World Test Championship final. Myself and Steve Harmison will be bringing you uh, a couple of shows ahead of the weekend. Uh, the Cricket Collective will be back on Monday and then the County Cricketer will be in place as well. So uh, keep it tuned to TalkSport and keep it uh, subscribed and downloaded to Following Up. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. And this is your gentle reminder that Barbados is the best place to be a cricket fan. With eight matches from the ICC Men's T20 Cricket World Cup Series taking place in Barbados this summer, including the final, you can experience the summer of a lifetime by booking today. Aside from immersing in world-class cricket in the sunshine, Barbados is the dream destination for all travel enthusiasts. It is where adventure meets paradise, the culinary capital of the Caribbean, and better still, the birthplace of rum. If you're keen to unite with cricket fans across the globe for what is set to be an unforgettable summer, then head to visitbarbados.org 
forward slash cricket today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.